the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of the Wall Street Business Network, this station, its management, owners, or advertisers, and should not be construed as legal, tax, or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Insightful. Informative. Irreverent. We're ready. The Wall Street Business Network presents Rob Black and Your Money, your source for breaking news, market updates, and successful investment strategies for the 21st century. Sounds like a great program. Getting you to retirement in today's market. So let's get on with the show. Taxes, family finances, insurance, the economy, technology, media, and entertainment. Rob is talking about it with you at 800 516 1220. So call in. We'll chat and uh, have some fun. Now, to start your day with the latest news and market commentary, here's Rob Black on the Wall Street Business Network. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Anything you want to talk about, we could talk about. We could talk about Carl Icahn and AIG. We could talk about investing in Disney because of Star Wars, not for this year's film, for the next nine that are going to come out over the next ten years. We could talk about Tiffany and how the strong dollars weigh in on it and its luxury uh, purchasers. There's so much to talk about on Wall Street on a regular day-by-day basis. Uh, how about the guy who is basically going to fly free forever? Uh, the Chinese billionaire Liu Yiquan who doesn't exactly struggle to afford a plane ticket, spent $170 million on a, a painting and put it on his Amex. And basically he and his family will be able to fly for free for life, essentially, in first class because of all of those points. Is that kind of funny? Or come on, you got to admit that's kind of a – that's why you want to use credit cards and, and points tied towards them. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Other stories of note out there today include labor deal for more Silicon Valley tech shuttle drivers. Shuttle drivers for Apple, Yahoo, eBay, and other companies overwhelmingly voted Sunday to accept a contract that will increase wages and benefits and give them their first paid Thanksgiving holiday. The drivers of these companies, um, as well as Amtrak, Evernote, Genentech, PayPal, all voted to unionize with the Teamsters Local 853 in San Leandro back in February. Drivers nearly number 200 people. If you've been to the Bay Area, you've seen these big buses, and I think it's a great thing because of how many cars they take off the road. Uh, and for the people who weren't getting representation, you know, driving a bus isn't fun. It's not easy. It's a skill. And uh, you're basically an independent contractor, and that's a tough way to make ends meet if you don't know what you're doing. Getting into a union probably going to help them. You typically won't hear me say pro-union stuff. But that's a case where I'm pro-union. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Zuckerberg's going to take two months off from maternity leave. Good for him. Oil prices bounced today because Saudi Arabia, the largest exporter of oil, said it's going to cooperate with all oil-producing countries to help stabilize the market. Existing home sales fell more than expected. That's bad news for the housing market. Not bad news like time to sell. Oh, no. 
but it's a it, it's a flag. And once you get four, five, six, seven, eight flags together, it, it, it's a trend. And then you're like, oh, well, we saw the top because we saw all those flags together. Cyber Monday is shifting to the Cyber Weekend. If you're going to buy a computer, electronics, this is the weekend to do it every year of the year. Pfizer's buying allergen in a $160 billion deal. This is an embarrassment to the U.S. Congress for letting another company slip through and go into inversion mode as a way of avoiding paying the high corporate tax of the United States. Now, we could sit there and whine, or we could sit there and do something about Congress. Do something about it. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial. Let's bring in CFP Chad Burton. Mr. Burton, how are you? Joining me now, CFP Chad Burton, talking fee-based financial planning and some other topics. What do we need to know about fee-based financial planning? Well, um, it's interesting. The term fee-based isn't really necessary uh, available to use by certified financial planner practitioners anymore. You're either fee-only or you're a combination, right? So you're either fee-only or you're not. <laughs> so um, fee-based in the past is somebody that did most of their work either by charging a fee for financial planning um, or uh an hourly or flat fee for a financial plan or assets under management. So a certain percentage of ass, uh, fee on assets that they manage for the person. And every once in a while, if they had to deal with an insurance product or something like that, there would be, there might be a commission involved, but should be fully disclosed. The whole idea of working with an advisor, you never want to work with, in my opinion, a commission only advisor because they have to sell you something to get paid. Uh, fee-only advisor, that's great. You just have to say, are you a fiduciary? Can you actually sign a form or tell me that you are uh, abide by the fiduciary standard, meaning you do everything you can in my best interest versus your best interest? So a lot of the people that charge fees but work with some of the larger firms that have specific funds and ETFs and stock portfolios that they kind of have to sell, they can't really say that they act as a fiduciary. So whatever the, the matter is, is you, you got to interview your financial planners, make sure they're certified financial planner practitioners, uh, find out exactly how they get paid, have a clear understanding of that, and be comfortable with it. Um, and then a lot of times they might be able to go out and even get you without a load, even good loaded funds, for example. So that's something that's confusing. Sometimes we'll be able to get into a fund, and it looks like an A-share fund, Rob, right, which p- people typically have to pay 5.75 to get into, big chunk off the top, which means they have to get, what, 9% or so to break even. Okay. But if people that uh, do fee-only financial planning and investment advice, you can get those funds without having to pay the load. So that's kind of nice, too. So it opens up one of the advantages of working with an advisor like that is that I'm kind of agnostic. I like some index funds. I like some ETFs. I like individual stocks that pay dividends. And every once in a while, if we find a fund that makes our fund screen, especially for the international or small cap side, but they, you know, most people have to pay a load, we can actually get into that type of a fund that has great returns or, or great risk management without paying a load because we have the advantage of being a, an advisor versus a, a retail investor. So that's a, how Z shares work and loaded funds and one of the advantages of a financial advisor. Yeah, there's kind of, though, you have to be careful because some advisors that are really kind of in in this limbo area where they're working for a firm and they're trying to really be fee-based, but they're kind of disguising themselves under certain types of shares. Some of them might be Z shares or C shares. A lot of times they'll go in, oh, yeah, there's no front-end load to get into these funds, and it pays me 1% a year or so, but the internal fees are actually much larger than an ETF 
or an index fund that uh, you know a person that actually is a fee advisor charges. So sometimes, you know, again, you got to put these things in writing and make sure the person's not getting any kickbacks from the mutual funds, um, and that it is a true, clear relationship. Obviously, people need to get paid for what they do, and you want a good advisor that's fairly compensated for what they do. What you just need is the clarity around it. So there are certain types of funds that. They appear to be no load, but guess what? The fees are twice as high as a no load fund, and they're kind of kicking back 1% or so to the firm or the advisor. So you just got to be careful. Anything else that we need to know on this topic? Um, yeah, just just be comfortable. Um, a, a good relationship with the financial advisor, there should be, uh, you should be able to feel like you can tell them everything. Um, okay. A client that I recently turned down is because they just didn't feel like they wanted to give two years of their tax returns. They didn't feel like they wanted to talk about their estate plan and where they wanted their money to go. They're just like, um, no, we just kind of want you to do this, and, and if, if we like it later, we'll handle everything else. Well, if you don't feel comfortable with the relationship with your advisor, then get somebody that you are comfortable with because you have to be able to talk to them almost like a counselor. Good stuff. It's CFP Chad Burton. You can find him at newfocusfinancial.com. I do seminars with him all the time. There's good information at newfocusfinancial.com. There's downloadables. There's quizzes you can take to figure out your financial score. Check it out. That's CFP Chad Burton at newfocusfinancial.com. And I'm Ron Black talking all things financial money, investing, and more. Let's not be shy. Let's be honest with each other. And let's try to do what we can to get us to where we need to go in investing and retirement savings. Domino's has launched a physical button you could push to order a pizza. It's just a button in your house and a little pizza box. You push it, and next thing you know, there's a pizza at your house. What's wrong with America? We can start by looking at that story first. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about money investing more. I'm Rob Black. Listening to Rob Black and Your Money on AM 1220 KDOW. I'm Rob Black talking money, investing, and more. Allergen and Pfizer continue and confirm their 150, almost $160 billion merger. Dollars traded higher all session. Dollar has continued to fall from its highs in recent trade. Uh, but today it's reversed that. Manufacturing came in well below last month's figure. We're going to have a lot of data in the first three days this week because essentially no one works on Friday. Um, and Thanksgiving is Thursday, and we'll all be fat. Uh, natural gas pressed to large losses in early trades today. Commodities have not had a good year. Commodity funds have been losers. Copper's uh, got some strong losses today. Precious metals got some modest losses not a big fan of gold, not a big fan of annuities. 
I don't mind being honest with you and telling you why. Uh, if you can make the case on why I should be, I'd like to hear it. I haven't heard a compelling case in over 18 years. Um, I don't want you to lose money. I want you to save money. I want you to make money. I want you to get to retirement. It's I'm not going to say noble, but uh, that's the ideal, is that we all get enough saved so that we don't fall through the cracks. Because there's going to be people who fall through the cracks, and I think we know that. 800-516-1220 to get your calls in the air. Chipotle has an E. coli problem on their hands. Um, what's starting in the Pacific Northwest is starting to spread a bit. Shares the burrito chain uh, down 12% on Friday. The CDC and Prevention, uh, the, C- the Center for Disease Control and Prevention, warned cases of E. coli amongst Chipotle customers has spread now to six states. So, and they're not all in the Pacific Northwest, originally thought to be, but now you're talking California, New York, Ohio. Latest news of this outbreak, you know, returns the concept of concerns onto the front burner. Um, To me, it's a buying opportunity. It's letting some hot air out of a very hot stock. Um, Analysts see this as a $740 stock in the next 18 months. If, and this is a big if, because keep in mind, if ifs and buts were candy and nuts, oh, what a party we'd have. If it stops soon. So stock's up today. It's now trading at a P.E. of about 30 times earnings for this year and about 27 times next year. So it's not cheap. A couple more people get sick, and um, I think it's a buy-buy-buy. Could drop another 100 points? Yes. So buy it. You buy a little bit today, and you buy a little bit in three months and six months. Then at that point in time, the E. coli should be behind them. E. coli is not... A death sentence. If E. coli were a death sentence, I'd say, you may want to wait this one out. There's clearly a problem. You buy when you can, not when you have to. Chipotle's got a pretty responsible management team in the history of the company. The company's built up a lot of goodwill with its customer base, so they'll be recovered very quickly if they contain this. And like I said, if ifs and buts were candy and nuts, so what a party you would have. That's the problem when you do analysis like this. Carl Icahn says he may push for a new AIG directory to close his stake in the company. He owns 42 million shares of AIG, and as an owner, he's got some say-so when you're that big. AIG is a big insurance company that was once too big to fail. Um, Big insurance company. So John Paulson is another billionaire who's saying AIG should break itself up. Now, of course, these guys are going to do well if, they get, if it gets broken up, and that's kind of where you run into that issue of why are we putting them on TV so that they can make more money by telling us that this company, like, why not just let the company fail? Or why not let the shareholders vote? Or why not let the market tell us what it's worth? So, uh, in the world of investing, when Carl Icahn talks, I want to go, you demand, Carl, you demand. I want to be like that guy, the guy who's, you know, telling Tiger that he's the man whenever he hits a golf ball. Isn't the price of the right one of the greatest, greatest American treasures? 
Like that sound just brings happiness to anyone who hears it. And if it doesn't, you're a Grinch. It was a game show that we took as much pleasure in watching people win as watching people lose, as watching people run down the aisles. So never mind Santa. Um, It's time to pull out the elf screaming Santa, Will Ferrell, Santa, and get you all tired of that. Because the Santa Claus rally could be right around the corner. So we're going to be saying Santa Claus rally often. And whenever I do, we'll have Will Ferrell scream, Santa! There's a chief equity investment strategist at Standard Poor's Investment Advisory Service, um, Aaron Gibbs, who's made her list of stocks to buy. Nike had a, an amazing quarter. Nike had one of the quarters that you just look at and you go, holy mother of dragons, or holy whatever. Um, so Foot Locker is a play on Nike. So the, the retailer's outlook's positive. There's a secular trend towards consumers living more active lifestyle. Um, Lululemon, obviously doing well. So, But if we're living more active lifestyle, we're going to Foot Locker. Like, I need new sneakers. Now I'm going to go to my local Roadrunner or whoever it is, and I'm going to spend way more than I should because I feel like you should support local economies on occasion. Not always, but when you feel it's right to do, you do it. Foot Locker shares are up nearly 15% over the last 12 months. That's not bad for a market that's been struggling. Um, I think it's an interesting entry point into Foot Locker, right around the $14, $15 level. Um, and again, this is all a play on Nike. I'd rather you own Nike uh, for the long-term patient investor. But if you're looking for some value, Foot Locker may be it for you. Disney, and this is according to Standard & Poor's, by the way. Who doesn't love Disney. New dinosaur movie coming out, right? What you're looking for is growth. And they have it. Star Wars and all the sales, the merchandise that come with it, the clothing, the toys, there's some good growth there. Stock's up 33% since last year. It trades at nearly 21 times its expected forward earnings. But it's worth it, according to Standard & Poor's. And finally, Apple. PE is now right around 12 times earnings. People are concerned with the markets at 17 times, and yet they still grow. It's trading below its three-year average of about 12. Effectively, this is dirt cheap when compared to the Standard & Poor's 500 list. You can find me online at robblack.com, Twitter, Rob Black Show, YouTube, Rob Black Show. I'm Rob Black. Find me online at robblack.com. Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money 
on AM 1220 KDOW. I'm Rob Black talking money, investing, and more. One of the things that the show has morphed into in the 1990s, it was very much so about tech stocks and investing in tech stocks and beating the markets and more of an investment advisory kind of show. One of the things that the show is really more into is a retirement show. A lot of the questions that I would get was, how much do I need to retire? And I think it's a scary proposition in the United States to ask that question. It's obviously going to depend on your budget. There's going to be some factors that like, oh, I just wanted a simple answer. Don't worry, but don't worry. I'll just move on. I'll I'll forget for a while. That's not what you want to do. The retirement saving system in the United States is confusing. It's a mess. It's a little chaotic. There's uneven playing fields that tend to benefit those who are fortunate enough to work for an employee-friendly company. You can work for a fire prevention company. You could work for a company that manufactures cards. And their CEO is not savvy enough, or they're not big enough, or they don't want to absorb any costs because they're running a very low-margin business. And then... Someone could work for Stanford and get, you know, a 6% match or Visa and get a 3% match and a 3% cash deposit that automatically is saved in your name for later in life when you need cash. Or people could, you know, there's various types of companies out there, right? Sometimes you get stock options and such, and that's pretty nice if the company, if it works out. But it's all—it's always forms of, of how can we retain you as an employee, not because they love you, but because they want to retain you so they don't have to hire someone else. For the fortunate few out there, the retirement savings vehicle that offers the most advantages, in my opinion, are the 401k, the 403b, and the 457. They're all roughly the same thing. One of them's for profit, one of them's not for profit. But roughly 55 million working people don't have access to these. 55 million people don't have access to 401k or 403b or 457. That's too many. We need a president or a Congress to step up and say, we need to make saving for retirement mandatory. And you're not going to like it because that means less money in your paycheck and more money put into your future. In theory, the government's doing it for you with Social Security, but Social Security only covers roughly 20% of your income needs in retirement at most. And that'll probably go down in the future, as it has in the past. So in an attempt to remedy this situation, the Treasury Department came up with a retirement savings plan known as MIRA. M-Y-R-A. So it stands for My Retirement Account a tax advantage plan aimed at lower-income workers who don't have access to those employee-sponsored plans, the 401k, the 403b, the 457. The Myra was designed with the best intentions, but it's seriously lacking. When you can only save in treasuries, government securities, government IOUs, that's nice, but it's not meant for someone to grow their assets because the return on treasuries are so small. Other than Social Security, which was designed with, you know, expert planning, years of consideration, bipartisan support, most of the architecture of today's retirement plans is the result of, you know, confusing piecemeal mixture of laws and regulations that make almost no sense to the average person. 
and it stinks, and I get it. There's, like I said, there's so many types of retirement plans, and, you know, 401k, what's that even mean? You know, there's a lot of countries that automatically take money out of your check and put it into your retirement plan for you. And I, I would like that very much. You get into, like, these weird numbers and these wor- weird words, like the KEO, which is a profit sharing and money purchase. And the list goes on and on and on. SEPIRA. What's a SEPIRA? stands for SEPIRA. Like, do I need to know that? My brain isn't – I just want to know how much do I need to retire. So rather than adding yet another plan to try to find a cure for millions of people who don't have the employer-sponsored 401k, start from scratch, government. Simplify the retirement savings plan landscape and level the playing field for all workers, whether employed by a Fortune 500 company, a convenience store, a cereal maker, a farmer, someone who sells scarves at uh, country fairs. And you're saying country fairs, you don't get out much, do you? I don't. If Congress were serious about fixing our looming retirement crisis, it's not going to take that much. Um, You want, obviously, to try to set people up with the best tax breaks. You've got to use your employer-sponsored plan, if you can. The main retirement savings vehicle that most of us are going to benefit from for retirement is the 401k. It wasn't even designed to be the nation's number one retirement account. It was actually just a byproduct of a Revenue Act in 1978, whereby some clever folks found a way to create tax-deferred employer-sponsored retirement plans. They weren't created. It was a loophole. Today, there's about $5 trillion invested in 401k plans, and while some employers do offer great investment options and match a certain percentage of your employees' contributions, it's certainly not the case for all 401ks. They differ like gold and clay. I've seen 401ks that... Obviously, an insurance salesperson got to the people at HR and said, look, I'm going to give you a kickback. And I'm going to put this crap, horrible product, an annuity, into your employee's 401k. And then I hear commercials for people who are like, you should convert the assets in your 401k. Don't get tricked. Convert the stocks and bonds that you have in your 401k into silver. I'm selling silver today. Or convert the assets in your 401k to annuities, and get insurance, and I'll make 9% commissions. Oops, I didn't say that on air. Let me, let me take that out. 401ks are a great way to go. Uh, if a company has and does offer a low-cost plan, and if they do matching, you're able to sock away as much as 18000 tax-free per year. If you're under the age of 50 and up uh, $24,000 a year if you're over the age of 50, but what do you do if your company doesn't offer a 401k? And then your options are just to save $5,500 plus another 1000 if you're over 60. Like, why over 50? Why does our government do that? Change the rules. Let them sock away 18000 Let them do a match-up, catch-up of 24000 And there's different types of IRAs. And like, there's ones that you take, if you put in $5,000, you could lower your taxable income. Woohoo! Not pay taxes on $5,000 if you're, say, at a 20% tax bracket. You just saved yourself $1,000 in taxes. I know, right? But if you put it on a Roth, you already pay taxes on the assets, and you don't pay taxes when the money comes out. 
So that's a great option if you're, you know, 20 or 30, in your 20s or 30s, and uh, I would consider that. But see, there's just too many of these. There's dozens of different retirement plans. And I've worked in radio for almost 20 years, and every board op I try to pull aside and try to give them some life lessons. Like, okay, being a board op, you're not going to make a lot of money. It's probably not a career unless you want it to move into management, and that's step number one. Then management doesn't want to give up their jobs. Those are jobs for life for them because they're not qualified to do anything else other than yell at board ops. So you have to pull these guys aside and say, okay, take advantage of that corporate 401k. Take advantage of an IRA. you got to do it. Um, I've got two friends in radio. One of them has $60,000 sitting in cash for the last five years. Doesn't know why. I can tell you why, because he's too scared to put it in the market. He's too intimidated by all these numbers and all these funny words like Keo. How do you spell Keo? K-E-O-U-G-H. What? It's, you might as well put the, the, the periodical symbol for boron in there, because people aren't going to know what the hell that means. Real progress is only going to occur when Congress gets behind this, and they take the retirement income shortfall seriously. We're living longer. Poverty for women over 75 is sky high. Do you want to be in poverty when you're 75 years old? I don't. I'd rather invest in, a, in a, some bullets and a gun. When I'm 75, if I'm eating cat food, if I'm living in a trailer that I can't afford to run air conditioning... I'm I'm out of here. So that's what I try to fight against on this show. I'm trying to get you to say, like, okay. And one of the best things we can do is force our Congress. I know it's not going to work, right? Because you actually have to send a, a, a form letter out. Tell our Congress, you know, we want these numbers upped. We want, you know, IRAs to be the same as 401ks. Uh, companies like Vanguard, Fidelity, and TD Ameritrade, for their part, they're doing a great job of getting the cost of 401ks for businesses near zero. You know, they want the assets. When I tell you there's trillions of dollars in 401ks, these guys want those. That's their business model. With that said, with that out there, I'm not going to go totally bonkers on this, but I will say again, we're doing a horrible job of protecting our people and letting them save for their own income in retirement. You need 10 to 20 times your income. I don't care how you get there, whether it's a Kia, it's a 401k, I don't care if it's a Roth IRA, I don't care if it's a SEP IRA. I don't care if it's cash on your mattress. There's better ways to do it than that for sure. But retirement's not pretty if you don't have income to live a decent lifestyle. I've seen it way too many times. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial money, investing in more. You can find me online at robblack.com. That's robblack.com. You're listening to Rob Black and Your Money on AM 1220 KDOW on the iHeartRadio app.
I'm Rob Black, talking investing and more. A lot of holiday shoppers are going to be making a pit stop before they hit the stores this weekend. Let's trip to the ATM. Anytime I see someone at an ATM, I call them a loser. Anytime I see someone buy, in my head, in my head, you are a financial loser. Anytime I see someone buying lottery tickets, I'm like, you are a financial loser, but thank you. Because you're giving tax money to the state that I don't have to. You're voluntarily giving it up. And it's always stunning because the people I see buying lottery tickets are not the wealthy. So why do I dislike people so much? I don't. I love people. I love women. I love Canadians that gave us hockey, beer, and women. And maybe some dirty oil. I love, there's plenty of things that I love. Plenty of things that I love. But why do I tell you about things that I hate? It's because I actually care about you. So when I see you at an ATM machine, first and foremost, if it's not your own bank, and you're spending 2 $3, sometimes $4 to get your own money, your mommy and daddy didn't beat into you enough that you work hard for your money. You're just going, la, 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 throw this away. If you can't get your butt into a bank line to get your own money, you're lazy. You've got problems, but it's convenient. Okay, that's fair. But cash also is one of the most spectacular ways of, it's filthy dirty, right? But also you get no perks with it. Cash is the most popular payment method for shoppers buying holiday gifts. Okay, I get the fact you're like, if I take $200 out, then I won't spend any more. And that'll be my whole budget. Okay, try to have some self-control. Here's what I do. I've got a friend who owns a bunt cake store. So let's say I have a list of 20 people that have done me well, whether they're business associates, TV associates, what have you. People that actually help me in my, my life throughout the 365 days of the year. They get a bunt cake. For friends and family, I come up with a list of 10. Seven of them get invitations to, I'll buy you dinner or I'll buy you drinks. Maybe a nice bottle of scotch. Only three people get gifts. I don't get why we lived in this world of obsession tied towards giving gifts. I can't remember. I can't remember one Christmas gift I've gotten in the last 30 years. I can remember one. And surprisingly, it was a great gift. It was when CDs were first being made. We were switching from tapes and albums to uh, tapes and vinyl. 99 pieces of vinyl. When we were switching from vinyl to CDs, um, a girlfriend, you know, we had talked, and I'm in my young 20s, and we were talking about uh, some of my favorite movies, and one of my favorite movies was the Muppet movie from childhood. And I don't know how I saw it so many times, because VCRs really weren't that popular. It must have been on cable TV a lot. I knew every song, moving right along, we found a life on the highway, and your way is my way, the whole rainbow connection thing. Um, Gonzo singing the song, I'm going to go there, I'm going to go to that place someday. Um, and in the Gonzo song, it's a really sad song. He's flying away on balloons. He goes, there's not a word yet for old friends who just met. Uh, It always hit me. And then like the whole story of the Muppet movie, you know, the 1970s one or early eighties, I'm not sure which one, but the very first one where it had all the cameos and Kermit starts off and, uh, uh, 
uh, Bayou, and you know Dom DeLuise or someone comes up and says, you'd be a big star, and he decides to move to the West Coast, and along the way he meets Fozzie and Miss Piggy and Gonzo, and essentially the animal animal and the, 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 the band, and he takes them all with him to California, to L.A., to be a big star. And part of that story is, is the story of me. I remember growing up on the East Coast going, I've got a lot of talent. I've got, a, like, I've got something to say. And I always wanted to say it. And I got the chance to come to – my dream was to work for, in Silicon Valley. My dream was to work for Atari because of video games. Or to, I wanted to write the stories for video games. I didn't get to do that. But here I am in Silicon Valley, and I think that's kind of cool. So she got me the soundtrack to the Muppet movie. It's the only gift I remember in the last 30 years. It says, quit being so obsessed with, with paying with cash and buying your friends gifts and jackets that they probably won't even wear. Um, and then you buy them something and you think you got a great discount on it. And then, trust me, it's not a great discount. Behind cash, the most popular choice for payment are debit cards. 31% of people said they'd pay this way. Another dumb thing to do. Why? Because you don't get perks. Credit cards give you perks. Um, for instance, one of the perks that credit cards gives you, and I think this one is amazing, and people don't take advantage of it, if it's a second-year warranty. They extend warranties for you, um, and that's incredible. So you could buy an iPad, and it breaks. You know, you don't have to buy that warranty from Best Buy. You don't have to buy that warranty from Apple. So don't extend the warranty of a product you buy. Check to see whether your credit card offers additional coverage. The four major credit cards, Visa, MasterCard, Discover, and American Express, provide up to one-year extended warranty to be covered if an item you purchased with your credit card must have an existing manufacturer warranty. So that's kind of important. Apple, all their products have a one-year warranty. Now, this is only good for $10,000 in items, but you like also like miles points. Why are you using a debit card or cash when you can get like free money back? There's credit cards right now that will give you 2%. It's like 2% off your purchase. Target's got a red card that gives you 5% off your purchase. Now, it's, it's a tied towards your bank account, but that's 5% cheaper. So if you use your credit card to buy an item that later goes on sale, your credit card will pay you back the difference. So you don't have to wait for Black Friday to get your deals. You can go buy them today. And some of them will actually go out and do it for you. You don't actually have to find the deal and show it to them. Some of them will actually find it for you. It's about 60 days, typically, from the time you buy it. Several card issuers will repair or replace items you charge to your card that are damaged or stolen within 90 days. Chase Sapphire, Discover cards, they're going to reimburse you the cost. Most credit cards offer secondary rental car insurance, pick up costs that aren't covered by your personal auto insurance. You should read the deals that your credit cards offer and stop using cash and debit cards. Don't be financially stupid. Don't let me make fun of you. I'm Rob Black. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. Flynn. 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.